I'm with Doug Allman, the uh, township trustee for Fall Creek Township. As uh, we've probably, many of you already know, the city of Fishers uh, straddles two different townships, Delaware Township and Fall Creek. Fall Creek is basically east of Cumberland Road. That takes in the Fall Creek area and also the unincorporated areas uh, that are not a part of Fishers, but still in that township. So, Doug, thank you for uh, taking some time to talk with me. Thank you, Larry. I want to ask you about what's been happening. This this coronavirus, uh, COVID-19 crisis is certainly a health crisis, but you're seeing it, or uh, will see it, if not already, from an economic point of view. And under Indiana law, poor relief is, is, is a responsibility of the township trustees. So for your township, uh, what have you seen so far as far as, you know, well, your uh, people in your township who are in the need of assistance is it the same as it is the increase uh, as you've seen an increase in the workload just tell us what you're seeing right now well the the in terms of one of the things we have here too is we have a food pantry okay so we have a food pantry and then we do assistance in terms of we take care of uh, uh, rent for those in dire need as well as mortgages or you our utilities um, there's a few other things we work with, and then we work with a lot of non-for-profits in the area, too, to assist in other uh, avenues. But in terms of food pantry usage, um, give you a little kind of idea, um, we gave out like 366 pounds in February. In March, it jumped up to 1,002 pounds uh, April uh, 1,105 pounds. So that that shows you the increase. Now, that's still not too bad. Um, and the great thing about our community, too, is that's been matched by a lot of donations, too. Our food pantry is pretty much self-reliant on the community around us. And so Fall Creek residents have done really, they do an outstanding job of keeping our pantry stocked for those in need. In terms of assistance, well, we're aiding in rent and mortgages and the utilities. Um, we've seen a slight increase, but nothing like we've anticipated. Uh, we see some people, uh, clients that are returning. Uh, those tend to be clients that are right there on the edge of uh, month to month in the way they manage their households. And so we're seeing an uptick of that. Um, a few new people that uh, I know of one that was directly hit by the COVID. Um, as an example, the, um, the head of the household uh, was uh, diagnosed with, with it. Uh, he's recovering fine, but then the uh, wife worked at another location. She had to stay at home. So we've seen that. That was a direct result of COVID. But... Um, in terms of those who are out there, they're staying at home, they may be suffering from work and not having work, that, I, that we anticipate is going to happen because they have reserves or they have some savings or uh, they've adjusted their lifestyle. We, in, we expect more of that clientele to surface in the coming months. Well, let me, let me follow up with that because as I understand it, uh, the, the the governor has issued an order for forbearance on rent, and in other words, he, he doesn't want people uh, being evicted at this point. But that will come off. 
at some point, maybe a couple of months from now. That, do you, do that, you, is, th- cor- that so, is correct. So do you think correct, you're correct? But we, go we ahead, have please. had we have had uh, some of some of these are uh, still seeking uh, still seeking rent because you know the rents the rents going to be due at some point in time. Okay, so it's it's not like they uh, there's a forgiveness of that rent. So some of them are. Uh, seeking rental assistance now so they can stay current. Um, and and same way with mortgage payments. But, I, again, I think we're looking at the calm before the storm as this continues. And that's what our office is really engrossed with and preparing for now, as well as we had to change the way we, we function. I mean, uh, when we do assistance appointments, usually it's staff and I sitting across the table uh, looking at, at records and and going through bank statements and things like that, and then uh, we interact with 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 the client and family. In fact, the house, we, both adults or who's ever adults sitting at the table as well. So we've changed that. Uh, the forms uh, the State Board of Accounts allowed us to go to a uh, three-page um, report that we file, and instead of a ten-page, which is a little longer. Uh, we're conducting interviews over the phone or uh, dropping off. We a food is, food pantry is done uh, where we they slide their needs under the door that they check off on a pre um, on a form. Uh, we go down and get that order and place that at the curbside for them to pick up. So my staff is not having to directly interact. And then food that's donated, we quarantine that quarantine that for five days before we put it into the the actual pantry itself. Our community room, which we rent out quite heavily to HOAs, Boy Scout, Girl Scout troops, other other events, that's been curtailed. And so um, that's kind of doubling as our intake for our food pantry right now. So we've, we've had to put a lot of procedures in place. Uh, we've had uh, two board meetings in the last month to adjust for procedures to allow us to do things. And so we've been real busy with that. So how are your reserves doing? I mean, obviously, this is not something you would have expected when you formulated your budget last year. So uh, with that in mind, are you, do you have the reserves to, to take you through this year? Or what's, your, what's the financial picture for the township with what you are projecting are going to be needs coming in, in the coming months? Our, our reserves look good. And again, we've looked at data from going back to the recession. Of course, this is a little different than the recession. Um, our reserves is, is looking good. And of course, we own some land that we're developing into a natural area. We were planning on doing a lot this year. Uh, that's been put on hold for temporarily because we may have to dip into that money that was laid aside for uh, construction and, and path development out there. We've put that on hold. Uh, I, we're looking good. And then as well as uh, working with FEMA uh, for possible reimbursements. But we, again, we're not, we're not extremely different from last year at this point. And again, I think that goes back to what's going to happen a month, two months, three months down the road as people, you know, go through their reserves and uh, what, what changes there. And, and each township is a little differently. I, we, we talk, we're talking now one or two times a week with the other trustees, 
and I'm asking them what they're seeing in that. And so each township is a little differently. I mean, we're different than, say, Tom Kenley up in Knowlesville, than even Debbie, who's in Fishers, is a little different um, based on, you know, where people are living, whether they're living in, uh, you know, more of a temporary thing like an apartment or whether they have a mortgage or, or renting a house. I mean, each is, each is different. I mean, we're different than Carmel, for example and what Doug Callahan sees over there, and then uh, Westfield. And so each township is unique, but we, we, we in the nine townships meet, you know, we're meeting weekly, uh, and sometimes even more than that to um, bounce things off and, and to uh, implement things as we go forward here. So just to, for the public to get a, a bit of a flavor of what you deal with, when someone comes in, let's say, looking for rent or mortgage assistance, uh, you sort of, did, you know, alluded to that. Uh, there is a process you go through. People have to bring in bank statements, other financial information, and you and your staff go through that. Talk a little about how that process works. Well, yeah, we we look, we look at, you know, do you have money in reserve? Do you, is there savings? I mean, if you've got ten grand in the bank and you can pay your rent, we're not we're not going to assist you. But but like if you've blown through your reserves. Uh, you know, you've maxed out credit cards and this thing, and and you know you're you're doing everything you can to, to stay off the streets. You know, that's food and shelter are main things. We want to keep people, you know, in their in their residence and and fed, and and heated in the winter time as well as cooled in the summertime. And so, but we we look at everything as far as how they're spending their money, and if. If somebody's going out to eat every night or just went to Disneyland or something like that, now they're, they're going through the reserves, then, then um, you know, that, that puts them in a bind because that's that's not something that we can help out with. Although, uh, you know, we, we tend to look at the totality of the situation, whether they're kids in schools. Uh, our goal is to get people back on their feet in a temporary situation or not. We're not we're not like other government programs that may assist them month to month or year to year. Uh, we're we're trying to stop the bleeding and and get you get you on the path to health again. Uh, and you know, usually it's will help you a month. Uh, you know, if, depending on the situation, and, and a lot of times things occur when when there's a job loss or uh, health. You know, somebody develops cancer, has to go into chemotherapy. I'm just there's a there's a ton of scenarios, um, but but some people that continually, uh, you know, don't manage their money well, and then find themselves in a bind that they're going to have a tough, they're going to have a tough situation. And um, we're not there to subsidize some people's lifestyles. Uh, we're we're responsible to the taxpayer. We want to help everybody, but we are. Res- we are responsible for the te- to the taxpayer too that we spend that money wisely. Yeah, I understand that, but let me ask you this because I I can see a situation where someone has lived a nice lifestyle. They you know they they're taking the trips to Orlando or L.A. or wherever they're going, as you mentioned, but then all of a sudden they lose their job, and we're going to see a lot of those circumstances. I'm yeah. afraid in the coming months did not see it coming and really uh you know some people live on the edge they spend a lot of money but they spend what they make and all of a sudden they may, they don't make anything yeah uh, no we we are we are taking into consideration the covid uh mm-hmm. virus because uh they didn't see that coming but 
if we go into, let's say they've lost their job last month, and then they come see us in a month or two months, and they haven't adjusted, you know, if they've adjusted their lifestyle, we're gonna we're gonna try we're gonna we're gonna work with those people and see that, you know, they try to get back on their feet. But if they continue not to adjust their lifestyle, then that that sets things a different way. So, so but yeah, we saw that during the uh, recession, where uh, people living, uh, you know, I, I, it wasn't under my watch, but I was a board member, and uh, we saw people during the you know the recession where uh, job loss, guys, people go through their four hundred one ks. They're they're not entered the workforce again for a year um and then you know so they can't they they've blown everything and so uh we, we saw some of those cases and i expect to see some of that with the covid situation um we're going to take that in account we're going to look at okay so you're going along in this month you know you're not living as conservative as I personally would live, let's say, but you're doing okay. But then, boom, this hits your job loss. We're going to look at okay, so you've adjusted. You you know get this. So let's let's see what we can do to get you back on your feet and what resources are available. When when you see a situation like that, Doug, um, let me ask you this: Do you have any way of helping people with just doing financial planning? Some people. Uh, just always live by spending what they make, and if they make a lot, they spend a lot, and all of a sudden, if that's gone, you know, you've got to find a new way to live. Is financial counseling or financial uh, planning uh, getting people to a point where they do adjust their lifestyle to the money they actually are or are not making? Yeah, is that, that part is, of what you do? available, and mm-hmm. that's usually one of the things we do. If we do assist somebody, one of the things we do is, okay, we're going to assist you, uh, but in a good faith gesture that, you know, uh, you appreciate, you know, what the taxpayer is doing here. We're going to sign you a work fair. And work fair usually is attending, um, you know, a free financial class. There's some not-for-profits that put that on. There's some church groups that put that on. And so we're, we, we, we will make suggestions. We can't force people to do it, but we'll make some suggestions uh, that they seek guidance in those areas. And, uh, you know, like, for example, when the economy was good, one of the things that we would do is we would send them to work one that would help them try to secure employment, you know, write a resume, do different things. And then if they didn't do those and then they sought assistance again, you know, that's one of the things that was held against them as as they could be denied that they didn't complete their work fair. And so, you know, we're there to try to put them on the right path. But, you know, they've got to do some things on the, on their own that are suggested by us as well as others. But... You know, uh, there's there's some non-for-profits around here that do that, some churches that do that. And I, I oftentimes have a serious talk with them um, myself. That's one of the things I think an elect official does a little differently than, say, if this was just done by a bureaucrat, is I often get involved as well as my staff and say, you know, you, re- you really can't, the numbers don't add up. We've got to do this. And we've even offered to... to to do some of the pay the bills and do some of the things for some people. And uh, even in terms of some people that have disabilities, uh, we make that offer to, to step in there and uh, maybe make payments and, and, and be their payees. So, Because one of the things we do a little differently is that uh, we, we don't give anybody cash. 
you know, we're somebody comes to us, you get approved for your rent, say, we then, um, a purchase order is issued, we work with the, the landlord, and we pay the landlord. We don't just hand them the check. I mean, we're we're paying to a to a uh, a landlord or a uh, a uh, broker or a um, mortgage company. So, well, I'm going to go back for a moment, if I can, to your food pantry numbers because they mm-hmm. seem pretty stark to me. Uh, you go from one month of providing 366 pounds of food, and then the next month it's well over a thousand. Yeah. Uh, how do you adjust to that? Some food is perishable, some is not. How, how do you adjust to take care of the, of the uh, demand when something like that happens? Well, we, we were pretty well stocked to start with. And, and the only thing that would be considered perishable that we have is uh, we, have, we had some meat on hand. One of the things we do is we support 4-H. Uh, we donate to their processing of their animals at 4-H. And they, in turn, uh, supply the food back. These are oftentimes 4-H projects like a beef and pork and that, you know, that the, the kids show and, and uh, compete with. And so we had a pretty, we had a pretty good amount of beef. Uh, we've, we've gone through that, especially with, uh, you know, the way the, the stores were rated. And, you know, you saw it with the toilet paper and you saw it with hamburgers. So... We went through that, but as far as a lot of the perishable, the non-perishables, we had a pretty good supply of that. I mean, we uh, we reap the rewards of the possible and some of those uh, food drives that take place. Uh, that, again, I, the, our community here in Fall Creek Township has really been giving, and um, people that rent our community room, um, oftentimes uh, they will give as they rent our community room or or use it for, for free with certain non-for-profits, and they'll, they'll bring in donations. So we were looking pretty good. Um, we don't serve as many clients as, they, say, Debbie or some of the others, so uh, we were looking pretty good. And, in fact, some of our excess, even, we contribute to some of the other food pantries. So we've stopped doing that. Again, we're, we're doing everything in anticipation of, um, you know, scenarios that could come down the road. But... Um, we're we're doing okay right now. We're doing okay. Yeah, m- many people think of Fall Creek Township as geist and upper scale, but you have uh, you still have some farm activity in your township. So I'm not surprised that you're supporting 4-H and some of those uh, right, some right, of those great programs. Right. I know. Oh, and I enjoy that. I like yeah. I like going up there and to the fair and uh, seeing the kids. We're often there for some of the photo photo things. And um, of course, I've been around Hamilton County for 30 plus years so i know a lot of the people in the other areas of the county and people that that have their kids are competing in those things too yeah before we wrap this up doug i just want to ask you this um tell me is there if there's any message you want to give people in the area the local area particularly in fall creek township uh about what's happening and what you are looking toward in the next uh, several months maybe rest of this year what message would you like to most get across to people listening well, I, 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 I hope those that are facing all this are, you know, conserving their resources. I hope that when the stimulus checks arrive, uh, they put that towards the rent or mortgage that they get ahead and, um, you know, they, they, they spend their money wisely. And because um, uh, you don't know how long this is going to go. And, um, uh, you know, 
again, it, you know, this, this affects a lot of us. And um, I'm one of those, that, you know, I, we were talking about our mothers, your mother's 90 and my mother's 93. So my parents lived through the Great Depression. And I was constantly shaped by stories of my father and, and mother as, as they went through that. And so uh, I just hope that people will, uh, will uh, heed, heed some of the warnings and heed advice like mine. And, and if you get a stimulus check, put that, put that where it needs to go, and, and, uh, and we'll all get through this. Yeah, my grandparents uh, gave me some vivid stories of the Great Depression. I learned a great deal oh, yeah. from them, and uh, they lived through it even more so than my own parents. But yeah, yeah, that's. I, th- I think that's when you go through something like that, uh, people do look at life differently. I saw that in my grandparents. You, you obviously have seen it too. Oh, it. it you know, uh, my father really the stories that he told, and then you know he. All, my father was a World War II combat veteran too, and so. Um, you know, I, I heard those, and they weren't, you know, they weren't, um, they were humbly told to me, and, you know, it shaped that, those two events, World War Two and the Great Depression, really shaped my father's life, and he was a very conservative person who, you know, saved his money until he could buy stuff and, and lived a very conservative lifestyle, and that tended to carry over with me, and so... Uh, we a lot of a lot of our a lot of us living now haven't been through that, and uh, this this will I'm sure shape uh, people for the future um, in terms of uh, you know things happen and uh, you can't control everything. So yeah, and one last thing I want to follow up on before we go, and that's that's something you've already mentioned, and that has to do with the fact that even though there may be rent forbearance you might not have to pay the rent the next month or two it's not forgiven it has to be paid later so what i'm hearing you say and please just talk a little bit about this that as i understand my talks with uh, township trustees over the years they always say look don't come to me after you have had rent forbearance for two months and oh three months rent if you're having trouble paying it this month even though it's it's being for you know there's a forbearance this month and you you couldn't pay it you need to talk to me now not two or three months from now is that still advice you give people larry that's that's really critical that's that's a really good point and and we have those discussions a lot of times is is you know if they if they will come to me ahead of time and and you know maybe we can sit there and develop a strategy or um you know, oftentimes we'll go. Well, let me let me take a look at this because can you come up with? Because we are limited too. Some of our policies are, you know, rent for example is maxed out at twelve twelve hundred dollars. Okay, so if your rent's eighteen hundred dollars, you're gonna have to come up with the uh, most I can pay is twelve. Okay, unless we can find a donation from a church or somebody else. So, so they still oftentimes people still have to come up with. The remainder. Same way with mortgages, we max out a certain number. But if you're if you've if you've let the rent go two three months and you're in an eviction, and there's now there's now attorney fees and things like that. Unfortunately, we're beyond the stage that we can help help people at. Um, that doesn't mean we're going to try to find non for profits and others. But sometimes the numbers just don't add up. It's it's too it's they're too far gone. You know. 
Well, I want to thank you very much for your time. I, it's always good to talk to you, but I'm sorry we have to uh, talk under such circumstances. So, always I'm, good to talk to you. Lee. I know you're a busy fellow. I'm going to let you go, but uh, thanks again for your time, and good luck to you. Thank you, Larry.